0: Okay, good evening everybody, and uh, tomorrow it's Hanukkah, so we're going to do our very best um, to get ourselves ourselves ready to feel. Of course, Hanukkah is about strengthening, the the Bach says that one of the reasons that Hanukkah happened is because we were weak in our Aveda, we were weak in our service of Hashem, and Hashem put a situation in front of us. Um, where we were we were shook up and woken from our slumber and uh that we we had an increased uh, uh really uh, the, I mean, those jews who you know stood up the Chashmanayim, the Maccabeim, and those who followed them to to rededicate not only the base amyghdash but to rededicate themselves to the service of Hashem I think I mentioned this since October seventh, there have been many Jews, many Jews, um, who have really uh, woken up. I'm not just talking about Jews who are not religious. thought many from Jews are saying more to him? As we speak, I'm not. I say it's not likely. As we speak, there are young Jewish soldiers in communists, <laughs> which is really where the Hamas is based. As we speak, there are there are all kinds of soldiers fighting. With at every moment their life is, is online. As we speak, they're they're, they're man hunting. They're literally man hunting uh, the heads of Hamas in communists. Actually, I just saw today um, that Erdogan from Turkey basically warned Israel because they they, they said they're going to they're going to man hunt them around the world. Don't do anything in Turkey. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they should. But it could be an escalation. But all of this is really. Um, at some level, there's many, there's many planes over here, but one level is for us to increase our tefillah. If we're not davening, um, then we're not doing our jobs at this time. And in the Hanukkah in general is a time which is mesugal, which is auspicious for nisim, <laughs> for good things. And Amir HaShem, Chal Yisrael should have, as a whole, the soldiers, his hostages should be safe. I just, you should know, I don't know if anyone knows, uh, uh, Shiran Koryat, who lived for many years in San Jose, his pa- partner, who was davened in Amachad, actually Shiran Koryat's business started in Amachad. His his company on Motzi Yom Kippur. I don't know, eight years ago, nine years ago, they davened in our Sephardic minion, in the in this in, in the social hall, and they're talking two people. The second person is or Baruch, and Or Baruch's brother is one of the hundred forty hostages to, still there. Um, actually, I'm planning to call his family tomorrow. I had spoken to Ohad a few weeks ago. Literally, his life is on the line right now. So when we're talking about davening, in general right now, um, in general right now, it's a tremendous time for davening because of what situation we should be strengthening ourselves. But Hanukkah in particular, Hanukkah in particular is a very auspicious time. Many people daven by the, the nearest by the candles but when they think about their, their, their family they think about Klaus itself for purity but in general it's a time of halal it's a time of which is Mesugal. and the topic we're going to talk about tonight is actually a little bit it, it's um yeah it's in the epilogue when the, when the pirki has seen him, in the last you know few pages of this great work and he's bringing down certain things that he wants us to inculcate and this topic is a little bit subtle. It's a topic probably that you've heard before, but he specifically connects it in Pinkus, to Tfilah. He says, Yesh Makum, and he says, I want to go back and have a further elucidation. We talked about Rina, about song, that one of the ten languages, one of the ten languages of prayer is Rina. And the Pasuk says, Shemesh be doim, that the, the sun in giv, Givon was silent. Why they call koyicha uma husa shomesh who Right, you know. Today we have all kinds of ways, things of sound waves, and all kinds of. You know, there are echoes in the in the solar system. We have, you know, we we we're just beginning to have the equipment uh, today to see all this. Um, or to hear, actually, to hear all this. Uh, but one day we'll have the equipment. Maybe the she comes to hear that everything in this world sings Shira. There is a song from everything in this world, every plant, every, 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 every planet, every star, any, everything which is a nivra, everything which is a, 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 created. There is a song they sing to Hashem. And that song is their essence. The Ve'emeshizeh b'chol b'riya sh'kula sh'kol nivra v'nivra its essence is only when it, its spiritual essence, its core essence is only when it sings Sashem. By the way, there's a whole uh, uh, ancient work called Parakashir, which call translates, which goes through all the, the songs of different animals. So everything sings Shira, the sun sings Shira. If it doesn't have that connection of Shira, of Tefillah, it, uh, it would be nullified. That song to Hashem is the essence of everything created. In the beginning of Boratis, it says that we taught in that everything was created, the plants were created. The truth is they didn't they, even though they were created um, earlier, day three, uh, four, um Then, uh, but they didn't grow till they six. Why? Shachloba Adam Harishan is Balal until Adam Harishan came and davened the low Yats of the Payal had a Tsemech uh, Shivriya. Shetfila he Etsem Ruach Ha Chaim shall pronounce Ha Oilam. Because Tfila is the Etsem. Um, uh, thing of, of the world. So even though even though it was created, it didn't sprout through the ground, which means that the, the potential was there. The potential was there, but it actually did not, it did not grow until David, and Day 6. That's actually Rashim and Parashas Parashas. Now he says the following thing. The Hine, the the Essence of all prayer. The essence of all prayer Song to Hashem is anava, is humility, is a, is, a, is a knowledge point that we look to Hashem. Hashem is what we get things from. And we talk about another humility. The Bali a, a person with a brilliant IQ when they went to MIT, even though the, the head of MIT has just discussed as obviously a very low IQ, should you can't even know what Hamas is, you don't know what Hamas is. <laughs> How, uh, but, but in theory, a person can have an, an an IQ. If they have a good IQ, right, they shouldn't think they're stupid. That's not humility. That's that's that, that's ridiculousness. The person's tall, they shouldn't think they're short. <laughs> okay? You're tall. Right? A person has a 140 as Mensa, as a 145 IQ. They're not dumb. Right? They're not dumb. Right? You know, if a person is 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 healthy, they shouldn't think they're sick. You, you that's not humility. That's stupidity. <laughs> or or, 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 a, or a person of great physical strength doesn't think he can pick up small things. That's humility. No. <laughs> A lot of different uh, points are made about humility. So Pincus explains what true humility is—that you need to look at. This is this is an important thing. You need to look at yourself as a mirror, a mirror like a mare. A mare called Surah Masnada. What does a mirror do? Whatever's in front of a mirror is what it shows. We're not talking about the Disney World mirrors with the big mirrors, small mirrors, a regular mirror. Right, you, you will, you, it, it, whatever you see in front of it, it will show. And let's imagine Rabchaim Kanyevsky, a goyin, a gold, or a chavitzchayim, goes in front of a mirror with a beautiful, uh, with a certain light, the cutler, right? So the mirror will, will will be illuminated with with a big tzaddik in front of them. Now, yeah. so on, but in theory, is it Shay shaniskaya Hamar? Let's say the mirror had emotions. Obviously, the mirror is an in an, an inanimate thing. But Lamoshal, for example, if a mirror would have emotions, and it would see a Kiyaski now the mirror is showing him, and the mirror would think to itself, Oh, look at me! Look how great I am! Right? Look at me, mirror. I I'm so I look great. It's really not the mirror, it's what's looking, it's what's in front of the mirror. The mirror is nothing. It's only a kebeis kibol, It's only like a vessel that, that that shoots back the images that are in front of it. And it doesn't even absorb it. So if Reb Chaim Kanievsky is atzal move away from that mirror, what happens to the mirror? It's a blank mirror again. There's nothing to the mirror. It says Reb Pincus, that is you, and I and every human being. Shahara haamitis, Bahavanas, Inyan ha nova. Eidrak shahadam hukumo eza in ani. Shaharef alav usher echon me ushwa is khinam. Shahafa pishavi amis kama mikr kazet in a malas gushri in a klumba khinam. Avalamaisu case ushu labal request action. Let's say a person has a person of great wealth. It's like uh, someone gives you a loan, and as long as they have a the loan, it's your money. It, it, it's not ours. It's Hashem's money. We're just mirroring off what Hashem is giving us at that moment. You have money. You have health. You're married. You have kids. You have, you're, you're, you're in a good place. You everything. It's not from us. We don't have anything. The second Hashem takes it away, right, it's not there anymore. So what do we show? So when again, if you walk in a mirror, person there's a person there, and the mirror reflects that. The mirror doesn't have anything intrinsically. If the person walks away, the mirror has nothing again. So too you and Isis Sister Pincus. What well, we have, right, you know, someone just mentioned that their, their spouse had a colonoscopy. Um, right, you know, you think about the, the reason a person has a colonoscopy is chas v'shalom. If there's something in, in that, 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 that they're, they they will not know about it. <laughs> okay, so... It's he got it and there are people whose lives change in one moment. <laughs> then the the mirror all of a sudden they have it the standard procedure. Uh, and, and the reason everyone has it, some people have every five years, some have it ten years, some have it more frequently, uh, is because there's a purpose for that. Right? If the if the image in the mirror changes, you change right away. You had good health, right? Hashem takes it away. That's the mirror image will will change uh, in, in, in one moment. All of us are IQ, right? There are people... My mother just told me two people, uh, you know, uh, in South Florida, when I was a kid, I knew them. When I was a teenager, they were, like, really old, like, 40, 45, you know? But now they're in their 70s or plus, and they do not have their Seichel anymore. They have dementia or Alzheimer's. And these people... All of their intelligence. There's a young lady I know in her 50s. Literally lost everything. No more intelligence. Everything. When we, we we think of ourselves, if you're very smart, you are smart. But it's not yours. It's not mine. If, if it's not anybody's. Right? If a person has money, if a person has health, if a person has a good family life, if a person's in a comfortable place, it's just the mirror. That's uh, you. Sh- a person acknowledges what they have. That's not... That's you know. There's a famous story of Moshe Feinstein. My father, I haven't said this before. But my father grew up in the Lower East Side, and he, used to talk, he told me that Moshe Feinstein, you know, by Shal he had the bombs of the Lower East Side. His house. He was not an ostentatious person. He had the poorest people. I don't know if anyone knows the Lower East Side. Lower East Side, you know, was the place of emigration. But by 1920, actually 1910, they had like. Over half a million Jews closed you know in that little and a small area in lower Manhattan, and over time the Jews left and you know, and the you know, half a million Jews consistently because they were always being replenished. but over time they left, they were upwardly mobile, they went to different places, first like places like the Bronx, the nice parts of the Bronx, nice parts of Brooklyn, eventually to the long Island, the suburbs, and then some of them later end up in San Francisco even. Right, they ended up all over the country. Chicago, they, they 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 spread out. So, but who who are some of the people who got left from the lower East side? The Nebuchadnezzar. the people who were not successful. So my father told me that Bar Meisha Shah Shul's table, they had all these Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> people, the great gal, the people who was at home where people went. So, I once saw I more than once I saw the story. Somebody was arguing for Meisha, and they were they were completely off. And Ramiya said to him, "Do you know who you're talking to?" He knew who he was. He knew, what? Do you, how does Ramiya Feinstein decide on the most critical cases, right after the Holocaust? You know who was the one who decided which woman can get remarried without a get, saying that her husbands were dead. It was Ramiya Feinstein. You don't you need to have a tremendous self-knowledge that you are the person to answer that question? Ramiya Feinstein knew who he was. He knew that he was the person who had to answer his questions. Right, and we Feinstein was one deciding on the major abortion cases on the on the major. That, you know, what was his name? the 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 one who put the Surgeon General warning on on cigarettes. Edgar, what was his name? I'm blanking right now. He was in Philadelphia. He, he was the head of Chop at one point. In 1970s, he became the head of, head of the health. Um, but, um, I forget, I'm blanking his name. His name was Edgar. Oh, hey But anyways, they had a major, when he was the head of CHOP, they had a major, ma- in Philadelphia, a major Simonian que- tw- twin question. And they decided they could only survive, only if one kid if they didn't have the surgery, the, the, the one of kids was going to die. So the decision, who could you, you know, in Halakha, in Jewish law, you can't kill one person to save another life. Who says whose blood is th- right but here? You have two kids connected, and each one is killing the other. How do you decide? Do you know that this person went to the Meshach to ask that? You, you want to decide these questions? Basically, you're going to decide which kid lives, which kid dies, how, to do a procedure. How much did this, but he's humble. How is he so humble? Because he realized it's he's this nerve, this head that he had was only as long as Shem is with him right it's it's as long as Hashem is giving it to him, he has it, but it's not his if a if a billionaire gives you their their their, their car their coat, their house it's not yours, you're using it he's letting you use it and you got to use it properly, but it's not yours and that's really the mirror what she was talking about over here. it's not, it's not ours it's all alone all you're seeing. All you're seeing in the mirror, the mirror, which is us, is the, the image that God is giving us, so to speak. That's what, So how so? So that's how much friends was so, was so humble, right? There's a yid in Toronto. At one point, he was the third wealthiest person in the world. In the world, his name was Moshe Reichman. I'm sure everyone heard of him, Phil Reichman. He was the third person wealthiest person in the world, <laughs> right? It's hey, like, who is the uh, Elon Musk, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, right? He's the third wealthiest person in the world in the 19, late 1980s, early 1990s. I know some of his relatives. I never met him, I don't believe him, at least. But I know many, many people who knew him well. He told me the man was the most humble person. You want to be a third person in the world when people pitch you for deals every day? We have paparazzi running after you. How do you do that? Because he knew everything comes from Hashem. It's it's just a mirror. And the truth is, Moshe Reichman got clobbered in London on this Canary Wharf deal. And at one point, when it lost 90-something per percent of his value. Like this. And that's what Moshe Bein himself, Moshe Beinu, who is the leader of the Jewish people, who had no problem Taking on and leading and realizing that he is the head of the generation, you know. Today you have a president that gets. And I'm not talking about Donald Trump, you know. You Normal know, people, it gets their head. I'm the. I'm the. I'm the CEO. I'm the. I'm this. I'm the head of this. Rabbi Moshe Rabbeinu, who's the, the greatest person ever in this world, said, "Who? What are we? We are in essence nothing." And all of our things only Hashem gives to us. That's the truth of the whole world, and all the spiritual worlds, which is only a mirror of the chesed of Hashem, of the kindness of what Hashem puts in front of it. That's what it'll get. It's not intrinsic to the world. It's not intrinsic that a person's smart or healthy, or wealthy, or well-liked, or safe, or, 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 or um, alive, anything. Always, it's just the cult right now in front of our mirror is chesed, is wealth, or health, or brilliance, or, or good marriage, or children, or whatever it may be, it's, but it's not, it's not intrinsic. It doesn't have to last. It's not. It's not us, and the sun also. If it's that, if it's not connected to Hashem, it's not, it has no essence. Don't think they learn in. And you know, when you're younger in biology, of course, there's Hashem creates a world of teva, but it's only as long as Hashem's putting that reality of nature in front of it. Everything in this world. That's why, by the way, just very important, we're not learning idolatry right now. The mistake of the early idolaters was this. They, when the Rambam, Maimonides, when he talks about how idolatry started, how did idolatry start? Is that people started worshipping the sun and the moon. By the way, it was almost universal in the ancient world in almost all cultures to worship the sun and the moon and different stars, and the firmament and the planets. So how did that start? So Ram says it originally started, they were actually davening to the angels, the malachim, all that, because they, 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 we know that Kabbalistically even, that the, the spiritual channels of the world go to that. But but, but the, the critical error is not just that they could even daven to the servants instead of to God, to the master. It's that they, they looked at these spiritual as it's, it's, its own thing. It's all Hashem, which means even the malachim and the, the, the channels is only the creation of Hashem. There's nothing. It's, they're also a mirror. By them, Hashem puts a big, big thing in front of their mirror, and so they reflect that. But there is nothing intrinsic in this world. Again, this is super-duper kabal, I'm just saying right now. There is nothing intrinsic of, in this world but for Hashem. Everything else is what Hashem is putting in front um, of this uh, of, of, of the, this, this mirror. And that's what the Nefesh HaKaim, which Rechaim Velajan says. Rechaim Velajan is the, the greatest student of the Vulnagoyim, the founder of the Velajan Yeshiva, which is the mother of all, all modern-day Yeshivas. Hashem is not like when we create things, Hashem is two things. When we built something out of wood, in a born, a born, a says, We're not creating wood. We're taking the wood, which is already created, and putting it together and building whatever wood thing About Hashem. When He creates the world, everything is, is recreated constantly. It's constantly put together and created and given, so to speak, a life force, or a spiritual force. And for one second, Hashem would take that away, right? It would immediately disappear. So this is the reality that humility is. By the way, it's, a super, it's not just prayer, which we're going to get to in a moment. This is how a Jew lives in this world. We, what well, we ha- By the way, and even when we pray, we'll get to that in a second. When we realize we're, we don't have things intrinsically, right? I was I was mentioning before about Hamas. I don't know. I see Levi. I don't know. You know. I don't know if in a million years if we ever thought that that the Ivy League universities. The academia, the Penn, it was a Philly boy so that's a mentioning. The heads of, of, of Penn, okay, when I went to Penn, it was 40% Jewish, come on. The head of Penn could be in Congress yesterday and basically say that when they say kill the Jews, it's not a big deal. I mean, you talk, with Hamas, if anyone wants to see it's crazy. Right? Well, how is this happening? It, 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 you don't. Know, it's it, the, the the image. Obviously, we have to fight. It's for us to work on ourselves as a daven, and to, to to and to wake up in many ways. But the the, the image has changed. If you were not, if you were in Germany in 1922, you're the Weimar Republic. Okay, you would have thought if you're a German Jew in 1922, the Weimar Republic had Jews in the top, in high up there. In there, there were a couple of Jews who were empowered. Jews were in a good situation. There was you know, there wasn't even an, a putsch yet in Munich, Munich, right? In a million years, you'd never say in 1942 they would be a, in the middle of the Holocaust. So, if you would tell to a Jew in Germany in 1922, they would think you're a madman. They would think you're a madman. 1922 in Germany, if the Weimar Republic, okay, we lost in World War One, Germany had been and was still the most powerful country in the mainland of Europe, okay, you know, they're, they're, Germany had been hospitable, it's where a lot of the Reformation took place, a lot of the, of the emancipation of the Jews, you had Jews high up in government. What would happen in Germany? You know what? That image from the mirror changes. Changes. And so, therefore, we, we, when we're davening, you we have to realize, we daven that Hashem should give chesed, because nothing, zero, is guaranteed in life. I mentioned, I, someone mentioned the, the coloscopy, also, I'll pick on that actually. You know, uh, you know, again, a person has a procedure. It could be, I know, I, unfortunately, I know people, routine procedures, and their life changes. Changes. There, there is nothing guaranteed in this world. Wealth changes. Uh, you know, I have to tell you, you know, post-COVID, how the world could change from a little nothing in a minute. And that's how, you know, even in our connection, and Daven, and, and, there, and therefore a person has to realize uh, in Hashem, it was nothing, it's all Hashem's bracha. Nimsa, my, my wife actually told me the other day, she was, you know, kind of out of a big family, she said, you know, it's amazing, because she told our kids, we need to constantly eat right? We need to constantly eat. If, if you and I don't eat for a, a, a day, two days, two days, right? Two days, we, we can't function. F- three days, you can you, you're in a deathbed, Kamat, you know, with no water. can have all the money in the world. We constantly need food. Right? We're, we're such vulnerable people, and the vulnerability is not just physically. We, our whole life force, all of our bracha comes from Hashem. That's what anav is, to realize, yeah, you're smart. If you have a good intelligence, then you should know that. You have a good brain. But, but realize that good brain is not just given by Hashem at birth, but it's every moment of every day it's gifted to you. If a person has money, it's every moment and every day it's gifted. If you're lucky to have children, it's every moment and every day it's gifted. I, my wife, gave birth 30 years ago. <laughs> it's every moment. Nothing children, people, things happen. Every moment, and therefore, that's how a person has, has a level of humility. Everything in the world is only as long as the Kedush of this life is there. That's, by the way, Moshe Rabbeinah says, I spoke mouth to mouth, or on Har Sinai, it says, because the highest level is al when you can see the mirror, you see the reflection of Hashem Moshe, or the Jewish people at Har Sinai, they have a revelation that Hashem is giving the Torah, and they saw it. But really, it's every moment, everything, every second of the day. Just at Har Sinai, the Jewish people were at such a level where they were able to see how Hashem interacts with everything, So already comes to Hashem. That is, by the way, when we dive in, we daven to Hashem, we praise Hashem, and what we're really recognizing is that everything is from Hashem, and not from us. I mentioned work really, it goes to the end over here, um, that many months ago, a part of tefillah is to recognize, not just to ask, but to recognize where our source of bracha is, where our blessing is, to realize what our purpose in life is, to reframe, to give us spiritual oxygen, to know what who we are, what the source of our blessing is, and to recognize and to praise that. And that's why we need to three times a day. So Khan Vital said, right, just like you and I need to eat three times a day or we can't function. <laughs> right? You skip a couple of meals, all of a sudden you can't function, you can't think. By the way, if I don't I skip my coffee I can't think. <laughs> you know, uh I, I get as much I can if I get coffee, you know. We can't think, right? We can't function. But guess what? Spiritually, when we don't pray, says Rebbe Chaim Vital, you you can't function correctly. You, you you lose calibration. You start to to think that the mirror is the mirror is you. You you get off. You make mistakes not just because you, you, you I've harped a lot over this this year in this class that if you don't daven, you don't get. That you can lose out permanently for eternity for not davening. But it's not just if you don't daven, you don't get. If you don't praise Hashem, you don't recognize Hashem, you, you're, 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 you're blinded. You're grossly in error, mistaken. And if you don't daven, you don't daven properly, it's like you're not eating, you're not functioning properly, you're not seeing clearly what's the truth in this world, and you know, what's the truth of, our, of ourselves. And tefillah, therefore, is a called comatism Allah. And the spiritual angels of Halgarme, Shemaim, Tloya, and actually the way the spiritual world functions is through our prayer. prayer. They have no. Below have not just that they are created by our prayer, but that that it, 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 uh, it, our prayer and our praising feeds the spiritual world and the physical world for that reason. Right? Therefore, the more you, the more we recognize where to put the mirror, because we're just the mirror. We go to the source. The more bracha we get down to ourselves. So the is a who our this is a point is a, an awesome point that we should daven a lot and daven well, because it's the whole essence of prayer. The much like the mirror. If you want to look good, if you want to put yourself in front of the, uh, someone who looks good if you're in the mirror, right? And the way we connect to Hashem, we get, the, <laughs> we get the bracha, is we misspato ourselves, not making, not the mirror thinking, but putting the mirror where it should get, that's how we get, uh, uh, that's how we get bracha. V'nei, kama nifla mushel zeb in hanava, how important is that this, uh, this, this, this of of the mirror? Um, what do I care? That's in front of me, um, or, or, or I'll move the mirror away, or put something in front of the mirror. You're going to miss the bracha. You're going to miss all of the 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 ability to connect. The more you know, the the Katska Rebbe, who I'm named after, the great Rebbe, uh, uh, the great Rebbe uh, in mid nineteenth century uh, Europe, which a lot of the Hasidic groups come from. To say, where do you find Hashem? Find Hashem anywhere you let Him in. If, he, if we are thinking about ourselves, and we won't daven properly, we won't connect properly, and we won't get Hashem's, uh, Hashem's bracha. That's what the the, the, the that's what. It's the last that's what he says that Chazal say, "Adam Harishon," that Adam before the Listen to this, Adam Harishon. The the measure says before the sin, right? What was big Malach sharas the the malach Hashem thought it was Hashem. What does that mean? Yaakov also the Gemara says in the Megillah, Amr Rabbi Akah, <speaking> Amr Rabbi Halazim, V'nayin Shekarah <Hebrew> Kadesh Baruchu Yaakov Kel, Shenemar V'yikulo Kel Elokei Yisrael. The Yaakov called Kel, and also Yaakov was confused. <speaking in Hebrew> so so people make a mistake. That why was Adam? Why the malachim thinking Hashem? Why was Yaakov so great? They looked divine, right? It's because they were so great individuals. Cesar Pincus, absolutely not. You know why Adam looked like a, 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 a divine and white Yaakov? It is because they literally were the mirror which shined Hashem. They had nothing of themselves and everything that they showed um, was coming uh, from Hashem. And when, when, you, when, when, when you have a clear mirror where there's nothing blocking it, then you can show Hashem the more we, you and I recognize where who we are and what we are, and all the bracha we have is for Hashem. And if we're given something, it's not ours. On the contrary, if we're given a gift, right? if a person is doing well financially, is healthy, has good friends, good situation, happily married, um, as good says, you thank Hashem. Because the more you thank Hashem, the more we're recognizing this mirror. This is, this is a point that he brings out, which is important in all the earth. But as we come into Chanukah, just tomorrow night, it's really an opportunity. Chanukah, the essence of Chanukah, is about rededicating ourselves to Hashem by recognizing that in the Gullus where we are today, to be successful we have to be able to push ourselves from Hashem. It's about purity. It's about um, connecting. And then really, it's about recognizing the source of of, of all, all of our bracha. So as we go into the eight days of, eight days of Hanukkah, this happens to be, this, you know, it's not choreographed to be this way, but it's important to recognize that these eight days are a gift. And the more that you and I appreciate tefillah and the praise of tefillah, realizing that everything we have is because of that, the more we'll take advantage, not just of our but of Hanukkah itself. I just want to end on, on one thing. You know, Hanukkah is one of these yontifs. It's like you know, Purim. On Purim, you, you can drive, you can write, you can do all these things. But you, you don't. No one wants to miss Purim. Everyone wants to have the Suda. Everyone does the shalach manas. You have to hear the megillah. You, know, you have ad You Drink a little bit, right? You give to the poor. You do, there's a lot of things to do. Hanukkah. Chanukah—it's really possible for a person to go into Chanukah, light the candles, and that's it. Like, in some people, light candles for a minute and they walk away and they're done. Right? That would be a tremendous, tremendous loss. Chanukah is a time to strengthen ourselves of Hashem, to think about the challenges that were the challenges of today, and to to recognize that that the, our success—I know I, I, I gave this actually. If I don't, if I didn't send it to anyone, please let me know. A few weeks ago, I was asked to give a lecture in Skokie. Um, I called it On the Ongoing Miracles of Hanukkah, where I talked about seeing the miracles in our day and our time. And the person asked me to connect it to our current situation and to saw it in Eretz Yisrael and the world. Right? Hanukkah is time we should strengthen ourselves in seeing Hashem. Strengthen ourselves in appreciating the miracles that are not just constant in, in our own lives and our own days. And there's so many things. And tefillah is the spiritual oxygen which allows us to recognise that. We should our tefillah should be listen to and over the days of Hanukkah, we you on a personal level, on a, on a national level in the world should see true true Yeshua's and Ge'ulah's. Okay. Shukar.